It's always fun to come out to Ag Plus and sit around and talk with the guys sitting here in Dave's office talking about grain. And they, these are some of the best prices ever. Some great opportunities for farmers to really make a great buck. It's surprising how much stuff has been sitting in on-farm storage without any intention to get it to market. Talk about what the market is like today and what those opportunities are like and why people maybe should consider pricing some of this stuff now. Well, as you said, Rob, the markets are really strong. At the first of the year, we had soybeans $2 over what they were a year ago and corn close to a dollar above. And we've went up since then with a rally. So great opportunity here to sell at some good prices for the farmer. And when you look at the market going forward, when you get past March and especially May, the market goes to an inversion. There's not carry in the market. It's not going to reward you to keep it in the bin. It might reward you at some point to have futures position or a call or something, but the actual price uh, probably is not going to be better later on unless we have a freak weather situation. Well, and you can't just be looking at price. You need to be thinking about how much is it going to cost me to carry it. Well, yeah, you know, interest rates have went up. We all know that. And as you look at the situation right now on the average situation, you're looking about four cents a month to carry corn and $15 beans. You know, you're you're starting to talk about, what, seven, eight cents a, a bushel a month to carry beans. I mean, that's a lot of money that you're leaving on the table by not marketing this grain. There have been some remarkable opportunities just recently, and when you take a look at some of the basis opportunities and so forth, you've got some pretty good stories to tell, one of which is about some $9 corn recently, just because of the dynamic, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, that's a pretty good story. You know, there's two sides to marketing. There's the basis side to marketing, and then there's the Chicago Board of Trade side to marketing, and they don't necessarily happen at the same time. As a matter of fact, most generally, they don't happen at the same time. So you need to understand the opportunities and take care of both of sides of those opportunities. And you might be marketing the basis first, or you might be marketing the futures first, depending on what happens with the market at the time. Pretty good reason to give you a call and talk about some of the opportunities that are in front of guys at the moment, because you don't know what you need to know until you know it. And that goes to this point about some of the beans that you sold recently for a really good price. Yeah. And, you know, each opportunity happens. And, and you know, we work as a group, our team here at Ag Plus, that any of our guys can help guys work at a marketing program to develop it. We're looking right now really hard as well at new crop opportunities because, you know, input costs have went down and, and the grain prices are up compared to a year ago. I mean, not compared to the highs we hit when the war was on last year, but still very attractive prices and a good opportunity to lock in some nice returns for next year. War, that's one of those things that we don't know how that's going to shake down over the next three to six months. And we're even hearing some horror stories now that Ukraine might not have any crop whatsoever next year. There's a lot of that stuff that we can't see in a foggy crystal ball. So does that maybe put a little bit more urgency on giving you a call and talking about some of the opportunities available right now? Well, you always want to have a plan. And waiting is not a plan. So you need to develop what you think you want to do and what price levels. You know, the whole marketing plan, no matter who you are, comes off of what your cost of production is. And once you get a cost of production and a profit level built in, you got to look at getting stuff marketed. Now, you know, there's several ways you can go. You can buy some options and protect the upside in case you're worried about that war in Ukraine. 
or you can buy some puts in case you're worried about it on new crop. I mean, there's things you can do, but you still have to have a plan and you got to implement it. I mean, I remember many years ago having a customer when corn prices were in the $3 range and he was selling a thousand bushel every 10 cents up in the market. And he did the first four and then he quit on the next two and then he bought back the ones on the next one and then he sold it all for two and a half. So you got to stick to the plan and make it work. That's not the kind of plan I want to stick with right there. Any other advice based on some of the conversations that you've had with people recently as you take a look at not only where we are right now at the moment and where you think we might be, as we get into spring, we start thinking about planting and giving a call out here and getting your inputs all tagged down and everything. Any other thoughts that you've had recently? Well, one of the things that I've been watching really closely is the South America situation. And and we're looking today, a lot of talk of maybe a 36 million metric ton of bean crop in Argentina. That's down 9 million from where they started. But at the same time, you're looking at acres and production in Brazil that's being record. Generally, the number right now is 153. That's up 26 million metric tons. So your net effect is you're looking at 17 million more metric tons on the market from South America than last year. And that's not 17 million bushels. That's over 600 million bushels that we're talking about. Our carryout right now is at 225, so 600 is a lot. Not counting the recent deal that they've done with China after they got all the phytosanitary issues out of the way. And now all of a sudden, Brazil's got a wide open opportunity to sell corn to China. Yeah, you know, that's a first. So this is going to be a new experience for all of us to have Brazil being in the corn market. And, you know, the next question is, are they going to come after Mexico? Because they could come up to Mexico just as easy as we can. So with the whole GMO issue, Mexico is one of our largest markets for corn. And, boy, it would be a disaster for us to lose the Mexican market. You know, the other thing, you look at this whole situation, and there are so many unknowns. But it's really no different than what we've seen any other year. We're just seeing more volatility with it. That's probably the biggest issue today is the amount of variance that we see from day to day. Dave, always informative to sit down with you and have a chat, and I sure appreciate it. Good talk with you, Rob. Podcasts by Federated Media.